Welcome to the show. This is this is uh, Daniel and Colleen, and uh, we are we're sort of using this first episode to uh, introduce ourselves to you guys. And and I almost said we're it's hard to really I it's hard to really uh, qualify our relationship. I almost said our friendship, but that's not really like the full it's, it's, spectrum. It's more, it's more of a ship. It's more of a ship. Yeah, it's, it, it's the ending. It's ship that fits like a lot of different yeah. molds. But anyway, Colleen and I uh, first got to know one another working together uh, at uh, our previous company that we were we were at. And honestly, our friendship it's it's interesting how it formed. Like it was so natural. But for me, the thing that like really stands out when I like saw your energy and was like really like mm. a, just attracted to your presence um was I can I'm, I'm in the room now we were we were uh, at nice guys and you were I I came in and and I think I apologized for something maybe I, I don't know what it was but uh I was going through something outside of work and I remember you saying something about it's okay like we you know we're holding space and you mentioned holding space and something so small and subtle uh, stood out to me. I'd never heard anybody like uh, really use that, like holding space for somebody else. But that's what I needed at the time. And anyway, that, that was like, that was sort of how I like grew to really appreciate your presence. Because then I, st I felt it. You didn't just say like, I'm going to hold space for you. And then they were flat words. It was true, like holding space meant something. And and through that, I started to like learn how to um, honestly hold, hold space for myself first off, but mm -hmm. then like grow into that. So anyway, yeah, we met at our uh, previous job and it Wait, just- I have to tell my story of how I like- By all means. Oh, by all means. But tell me when that was. Like, do you remember the time frame of like when that Early was? when we moved to the new location. It was like early on, like at that new That's location. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, in sort of on that same note, like there was a, I've always been able to operate based on feelings. Like, and that's what's been confusing much of my life was because what I felt inside didn't always match the out the external world, or at least what people were like projecting back. But so, although I haven't always had words for the like feelings inside, like one thing that I noticed was when you were on the desk, was the, the energy was just, it was very um, uh, uh, agreeable. It was friendly. It was like creative. It was like, mm -hmm. there. it didn't matter how, so just for context, Colleen and I helped uh, build a cannabis delivery startup. And it was, I mean, it's a, the cannabis industry's still fresh, still new, and it's booming. So, you know. And being gets, on the desk was sort of, it, sort, it was at the time, it was the, it was the center pole, right? It was the person who was in, getting the incoming orders, uh, dispatching out the drivers. It was really the conductor, whoever awesome. was on the desk. The conductor, so, so many drivers being conducted and orders and all of that. So, yeah, yeah, great. And just like it's a high stress, high like you're conducting the ship, but it, so all it all goes through you. You're dealing with customers. You got to deal with drivers, like the whole thing. But yeah. every time you were on the desk, like you knew, no matter how crazy it was outside, like 
there was like a pre there it was just like calm so i started to just i don't know i was first like i, I appreciated your energy always like it was really um so like, i thought you didn't like me for a really long time you're just kind <laughs> really? of really yeah you're just a little mean what mean more, yeah mean, just a mean little or bit, quiet like, mean or like, quiet no, no 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 not quiet more like i it, part of it i think of it is is the time when we when we moved to that new location which was april and you were just each week you just were like more gone in your head because you were going on this epic trip you were supposed to be gone how long uh sort of indefinitely i was supposed sure. to yeah it was indefinite at that point yeah going, um, you know, first through the States, through some of the States, and then, and then you know, through Europe or whatever, like an extraordinary adventure. And I'll let you fill all of that in, but that adventure got rearranged. But before you left, you were like, yo. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I was definitely, yeah, I was out of there. But I will say, when I came to really understand you and your magnificence was when we went to um, Las Vegas together, when we went to MJ BizCon. And um, for me to travel with you, I mean, first of all, you're like a young male, right? Like, and you're in Vegas. Like, I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't know if you're gonna like lose your fucking shit because I have been to Vegas on work trips where people lose their shit. Like, I didn't know, like, were you gonna be regular? Were you gonna be a dick? Like, I, I had no clue. And you were just so fucking funny and smart and fun. And like, we just took it, took the storm. We, we created, you were so game. We were both like, we we're surprisingly in this, like both in the same like space where we could just, we had some fucking fun ideas. Our, oh, our that, the 707 was like the perfect, 707 perfect ingredient. Yeah. I know, we had those pre-rolls with us and, we got to explore so much of cannabis. And at the time, the owners of the company we worked for had like so much faith in us and sent us there to like gather ideas. And I think we both felt so inspired. So when you still held that business, like mind, like it was the, the creation between us was more important than, I don't know. You just, I was like, oh, he, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe we could really fucking work together. This seems really fun. And we did from that moment on, we connected. We like drove, not that we didn't before, but for me, that was like super solidifying. Can you, t yeah, talk, uh, tell, like, talk about your role a little bit so we can unpack that. Cause we worked, you and I worked hand in hand, like my role doing marketing uh, was working directly with you, getting information. So if you could just expand, because there, I, there is sales. I mean, I was the director of operations, um, and at the time, you know, yeah, whatever that encompassed, sort of all the day to day. And our biggest role, I guess, together as was my role as buyer, because what I was bringing in, and the I was, you set a tone. I worked for a cannabis company before nice guys the my my like partner there um turned me on to nice guys was like oh my god they're always outside they're always in a van our company closed he went to work for nice guys and then i followed a little while later and dan you had set the tone for what this company looked like it was very marin it was very out there 
outside van life, like super cool cannabis guys. Like I liked it. I liked you guys because you didn't have the ick of Marin Gardens, which was the established one, sort of the old, just the old style of cannabis. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't super girly. Like I had just come from a company, which I needed to, because it was my good stuff. It was a good onboarding, but I didn't need my cannabis to be girly. I, I needed to know the fucking truth. And so anyway, I went from a very protected life there into um, nice guys, our company. And you and I, we were, we had a, yeah. When I came in, I steered a little, like a little less bro because we were trying to create a big open space for the Marin mom, for the Marin female. And when you were willing to take those directions and you were like, oh, I get it. You weren't hurt by it. You were like, oh, you were expanded by it. Yeah, I mean, that's what the, biz that's what the business in the, that, at least in that specific area needed. Like, and it was easy for me to, to, to tell that story because my entire life was like cannabis is the devil's lettuce and it's like evil. And I had all the negative like guilt and shame for even like, I just didn't, I know what it's like. I know what the other side of stigma feels like. So I, but I know how wonderful this plant is. Our friendship is like based on like the genesis of our friendship comes through cannabis. Like, like, and a lot of my current, today like friendships come through like that experience and 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 the uh, i just i find that the the story that has been told about it for the last you know 80 plus years is i mean it's criminal and it's it's it truly is criminal all the people that it's put behind bars and and it's it, it's this wonderful plant i mean it's it, it's it's helped me like it's that sort of helped start the healing journey. Like, you know, when I was in like initially after college, I moved to California and I was, I was, my life was very like unilateral and I was very like caught in this like avatar. I was like glued to this body. Right. I didn't, I couldn't see myself in like my innermost or highest self. Cannabis gave me that cannabis helped give me space enough to, recognize it like there was more out there and or more inside rather and like yeah it's just been so friendly and so healing and just like uh so i don't know how i got on that little tirade about cannabis but so that's that's what brought us here right and that's sort of like our through line like that is what initiated our friendship and and yeah, uh yeah sure where we began and then things took a twist <laughs> Well, the cool thing for me, one of the most amazing things about both um, well, my time in cannabis, both at Herba Buena and at Nice Guys, is getting to work with people that I wouldn't really have had access to, right? Like I'm a mom of high school or actually soon to be college age kids. And a lot of the people I were working was working with were in their 20s and 30s. Like I would have no reason to even like be hanging out with these people right so for me it was this really refreshing like new energy exchange i it wasn't around these stiff marin people these people who like it had to be you had to have this amount of money and it had to look like this and be like that and go on vacation here and i just broke and it, cannabis was like this whole new world where i got to really explore i got to we 
it, it's like the land of misfit toys. So you bring yourself, you got to bring yourself. You whole, everybody had their cannabis story. Everybody there had their cannabis story. And you and I just, there were also a lot of really unique, open-minded individuals there. We had a really mm -hmm. a curated pool. So a lot of conversations about very open-minded things were there. So somehow you and I got on topics. I think that we're just like, oh yeah, I sort of speak that same language too. I, I mean, I guess Good the point. word spiritual is, it's such a creepy, icky word, but ultimately I guess it falls under that category that we weren't just talking about, you know, the politics of the day. We were talking about psychedelics and other um, experiences and um, yeah I, I definitely appreciate that aspect and, and sort of going in line with holding the space it was a it was uh like it was a meeting it was like a, a meeting place where you could show up really i mean you could show up naked at that like at that level yeah. right and totally. and and the people there were like support it was like rooting you they were like supporting it was it was a, it was a place for, especially for me, it was a place to uh, sort of heal and, and um, me too. I mean, I was going through possibly hands down the hardest time of my whole fucking life. And I got to go where all these people are so open-minded. No one was fucking judging me. No one gave a shit. Like we were like, people were in situations way more difficult or way more I don't know not even any like people were in all kinds of situations and everybody was like oh fuck wow and I still really respect you and I see that you're an amazing person I, I had I was just coming off some major high horses about what was okay in life and what wasn't and um, it was such a refreshing place because I my whole life was coming undone and I was like a pariah to other people so to just be like accepted here I was just myself I'm like all right fine I'm just gonna be me mm. ah that part yep and that's what like we're bringing I hope to like bring with this podcast to other people who are listening to it is that complete permission to be themselves yeah. right like that that I feel like is that's what I've gained I think that's like if not the most, like or the the biggest, it's it's one of the biggest things that I've gained through our ship together. It's it's the ability to, like, I stand truer, I stand taller, I stand like more, like I'm more myself because our friendship, like the space, I can I can be myself completely. Like it doesn't matter. I get to just like, like, unfold, uh, and it's the greatest gift anybody has ever given me the greatest gift. I think it's a very interesting thing about um, almost like um, it's sort of like your your generation also like us being able to find each other too right it, it really like I look at you and I don't feel maternal towards you mm -hmm. because we all work together and that's amazing I love that but I but what having kids did for me is I just I'm so mm -hmm. close to them being so their magnificence is still so fucking available to me, even though their veil has fallen. And I see what a waste of time, um, I see what a waste of time um, shutting ourselves down is as I'm in the process of my awakening. And it's so easy for me to hold space for you like that. I'm like, oh dude, you don't need to go down that. Here, let me show you, like, <laughs> just be you. It's so much fucking easier. <laughs> it's so much easier. It will, it's like, 
it's easier like overall it's easier it doesn't mean that doesn't mean you're not facing like difficult you're not facing sometimes the most challenging stuff but it's like ultimately easier (laughs) it really is and also what's amazing about you is uh you understanding what's happening right like you've been able to sort of maybe undefine some things of yourself that like someone in their 30s like I wouldn't expect that level of like maturity you're starting as you started to undefine yourself almost in the vein of like genderlessness right mm-hmm. you're undefining yourself as this I'm not this I'm not this I'm not that I'm not this I know you know that's a that's that's a that's that's a big thing like that's a pretty fucking yeah, those, I mean, those are your, right? I, 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 I feel like those are ultimately our beliefs. Like our belief systems are yeah. what, are what yeah. we, we, we write, our experience of life is like written upon, we're writing on beliefs. And if you change a belief, you don't have to like try to be yourself. If you change a belief to like a belief that's, more in sync with your like that's like true right that's not that's not absolutely then you you just get to rest in your presence and like so that so i mean if we're getting into like the non-gender aspect uh i'm 30 years male in 3d like the 3d sense like this is I'm, I have very masculine, like I was a wrestler. I have cowflower ear. Like there's a lot of like maleness about me. The beard. You're super good at the beard. The beard, like, but at the same time, like, that's not, that's not me. That's not me. That's not, if we were putting, if we were weighing on a scale, like if we had a scale in front of us and there was like a woman and a male, like, I'm not like, you would want to put me on the male side, right? But the thing is, is like that, that like it unbalances your true nature. Like your true nature is just the energy that empowers the experience. So it's not the, it do, it's traitless in a, in a nutshell. Like it doesn't, I don't have like the, the Tao that can be named is not the eternal Tao. It's the same thing. It's like you're, you're, it's the energy there. So although in this, in it, in by saying I'm not male, I'm genderless. I'm not saying that there aren't uh, certain actions that I'm not going to take, or there's not like, I'm, I still have the energy. I'm still like, I still have the same like energy. Like you were a mom, like you had kids, like, but at the same time, like your genderlessness doesn't change that fact. Like that's all true with you. This like it's all true. But that it, was one of my favorite days in my whole life with you, when you proposed the idea of genderlessness, and then you're like, "I feel genderlessness, genderless," and I was like, "Yeah, I don't. I feel like definitely female." And you're like, "Hmm, huh? I'm challenging on that." I'm like, "No, huh? I definitely like I had kids. Like I fed them. I had them. Like." And you're like, no. And then it was like, boom. I was like, holy shit. Like, 
the magnificence and the openness of that. The funniness is the AI holes, like the weird shit that comes along with that. We can talk about it in a minute, but like the magnificence of that and feeling into that even since we had that day, that was like a couple weeks ago even. Um, like the idea that I can't, that, the, that we are all a king and a queen, right? Like I, I, ha I feel the energy sometimes of a king, but also like I am so glad I fucking got to carry life. I am so glad I got to give birth and I fed my children and like, and I also don't feel super girly too, but like, I don't feel like a boy. Like, it's just amazing. Like the idea, the diving truly into the genderlessness is really like fucking phenomenal. So that was well, like, favorite things you ever did for me. <laughs> we, we, my friend. And let me just sort of explain how like, so going, so being in college, being, you know, I was a, a so a wrestler at Michigan State, everybody people like perceive that on a pedestal you're an athlete at a big 10 university like you're masculine and you get famous one and so like that meanwhile i'm on prozac i'm taking medicine because like i feel like the world i'm like i just want to disappear like everybody everybody like thinks that i have this figured out because like i'm succeeding externally but like everything about me feels so off. Like I just, I don't feel in, in, in the thing with the, um, the genderlessness is like it, you're not trying, like you, you get, it gives me the ability to just be, I I'm sensitive. Like my, I, yeah, I'm like, um, I have these masks, like I'm, I can go out and wrestle, like whatever. Like I have all these like masculine traits, but the, my like energy like the inner being like the inner me daniel like the inner mcgeezy like that innermost me is like very feminine like it has soft it loves beautiful things like i love like beauty and just like like uh uh that that like there when i was in college and in that wrestler sort of like ideology identity there was the structure of that didn't allow for the softness. It didn't allow for that, like beautiful things. It made my body really heavy and tense and like constricted, but like, so, because like I was staking like myself as a male, like I was like telling myself, my self-belief was that I was a male when, so I was like lying to my like true self. Like there's a level of like error, like error, error. Like you're not really a male. You're like, you're the, Energy. Do you look back now and feel like understand that that's what you were? Oh, so much so. That's yeah, so much so, so much so. And it's like now, I just feel the freedom in my field. I feel the freedom to to be. I'm wearing a this shirt that I'm wearing is like just down to my ankles. It's, it's a sleep shirt, and it's great. But there's a there's a there's an element of like this embodiment not too long ago that wouldn't have even wore this sleep shirt because it was like not masculine. Right. And it's also funny. Like when I mentioned being genderless, the first thing people think about is like the sexual nature. Like, Oh, he, he likes men. I don't like, Right. I felt, all of a sudden I was like, wait, am I like a big butch? Like, we just have, or am I like a drag queen? Or am I like Katy Perry with like, yeah. 
put things on. Like, what's happening? Who am I? <laughs> it's like a weird loop that went around. Isn't it funny? <laughs> the stories that the mind like conjures up. It's funny. The AI holes. The AI holes. Mm-hmm. The AI holes. Yeah. Tell me about the AI holes. Well, for me, I mean, that's a great example. So it, it you know, I had this extraordinary revelation and it lasted, you know, we were also on restrooms, which was amazing, which was such a gift. Um, to be able to, it helped sort of sustain that. We were had plans even that got canceled. So it helped to sustain that space. And I was really able to like unravel. I think I told you even that that was maybe the most intimate thing I had ever experienced in front of another person. I mean, full, I fully clothed, like, right? Like that was, that broke me the fuck open. And then um, even during the time though, like, you know, that's what thoughts are, right? AI fucking brings you, brings you things. Oh, here's your scenario now. Whoop, feel this, what you're like. And I was like, because it's such a sort of new thought, it's not a new thought, but so totally separate from the idea of being like, you know, pansexual or any of that, like, Deep genderlessness, like genderlessness, deep. Stated out of pure intent. Out of pure intent. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> just, I just, I still daily sort of keep, continue to fall into it and really kind of understand the scope of what that truly means because there, I, you know, I, I definitely didn't go on the edge of tomboy, but I didn't want to wear dresses and I still don't really like frilly dresses. And I love, I, I think there were opportunities that I missed because I didn't feel genderless. I felt like a girl and I couldn't do that or I couldn't step into that and everything, but, but it was boring. I've been bored with what was in front of me. So I feel like very, it's awesome. I love genderlessness. Yeah, I feel like the, well, and it's the way that I arrived at that point was because we'd talked about like wanting, or I at least remember being like, I want to find uh, that like zero point in movement because it's easier because we've put in the time, like we've, we, we've, we've just spent the time doing it, like dropping in that it's easier to just drop in and like connect to the absolute. Right. But I find that while I'm like in movement, that can just like energetic movement, conversation, um, uh, it can be anything, right? Just like where I'm like not just sitting there focusing on my breath to like fall into like stillness. Uh, I find it more difficult and I'm more like reactionary rather than in the responding sort of area. So, but I, I want, I want to find that I want to be connected to I rather I am connected to source at all times, but consciously I want I'm like tuning myself to that more often. And what I so <clears throat> what I realized was that uh, because the universe is subtle as fuck, uh, by self believing myself as a, a male, meaning like my belief within myself was that I am a male. I'm I'm I'm. I'm never, I'm like not at harmony. Like, like that takes my, my, like my experience out of harmony, like a harmonization. So 
of course so it's like harder to just be fall into zero point that like place of like of of balance right where you're witness and not trying to control the experience when you're when your belief is that you're something that you're really not when you believe that you're something that you're really not you're automatically like flexing to try to be something that you're not so that subtleness is like actually it's like the subtleness is what holds us in these like in these fields these like right so I mean, I am so, even just as you speak it, like, I'm so grateful for you putting that together. Because even now, I'm in awe of you putting that together. Because as I am in the zero point, I feel completely genderless. So how did I not, it's so, yeah, it's just amazing to, like, feel that, like. That's where. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a gift, totally. Well, so that, so the, the genesis of, uh, you know, things unrolled at work and one day, like, you know, we talked about enough things. I was going through a program, uh, like a, a cohort with Hema Harridan and that um, changed my whole fucking life. It changed my whole fucking life. And somehow Dan and I started being able to have those conversations just sort of as we were leaving work or if we both closed together and we'd smoke out after work and start to blah, 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 blah. And I, when Hema invited me to go to Las Vegas, you, um, you weren't working that day or something and you met me after I got back. And I said the coolest thing about being with Hema for the last, whatever, 48 hours or 36 hours, whoever, was how they would like be together and just drop in. She was with her team all the time and they never hesitated to drop in and harmonize, right? To make sure that everyone, whatever. The, and you were, you were like, we were like, let's do it. And that was our first meditation together. <laughs> and then we used to sneak off, like, I don't know, like heroin addicts and meditate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny how, how that evolved. Like, so that we, we just decided to meditate together one time. And then we're like, wow. we, it was so in, like intoxicating. So yeah. We're like, we got to do it again. We just, yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. created a portal and. Yep. Totally. Totally. And even this, I mean, even this conversation is super, I mean, the evolution of our friendship is, that just started happening. That was in December that we had our first meditation. That was when I came wow. back, the December 17th, maybe, that I came back from Hema's. And here we are, right? We both, I left Nice Guys at the end of January. You and I had this, like, you were heading back to, while still working with Nice Guys, we're heading back to change your residence from California to Michigan. And we got to spend a week together in um, Grass Valley at our friend Adrian's. And we walked through some like meditation turbo portal. As you're just, as we're like talking through this, I feel like the thing that I'm wondering like what the, the thing that we both had that like brought it together. And I feel like it's just openness. It's just like openness because Right. So like that opened the door to like the small, like just the conversations and, and then it opened the door to meditating and then it opened the door to basically going on a week long, like immersive retreat together. And like the, I learned that from you, I learned your openness. Um, after you and I went to Vegas uh, and we decided to do the um, podcast, like you 
you're really good at taking that step. Like when you're, you know, when nothing is really paved. It's one thing to make a step when the whole fucking thing is paved. Well, we were doing a lot of unpaved, unpaved stuff and we can still continue to do that. And you've been very, um, that I have been in admiration and appreciation for those steps that you've taken more than once. Well, but I you were willing to like throw a coffee. You're like, fuck it, let's see what happens. And I was like, okay, cool, me too. Well, that's the unique thing about our, that's the unique thing about this. Right. I mean, that's why, why are we starting a podcast? Like, why are we, because we have this special friendship, like this special like relationship that um, I, like, it was easy for me to, to like step forward when I knew that I could like, I had you to lean into. Right. Mm -hmm. Even like subconsciously, even before I like knew that, knew that, like I, I knew that I could feel it. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, I find, I, I, so many times throughout our like my time knowing you, I've just been grateful for your presence and the and and I feel like it's like so like you're like a secret weapon of mine like because like I like dude I, don't, I mean like, I would describe you as the same fucking thing totally and I love that. I, I, and I feel cheat codes yeah right they're like our friendship is like a cheat code <laughs> exactly like there's nothing can stop it like the like the i felt so grateful like interpersonal so for me like life is all about like this interpersonal journey and just like and it always has been like the whether i've been able to like speak it or not like the the feeling sense of like what's pulled me forward and like what my i made decisions based on right and the having a friend that you can be completely naked in front of but also like trust that they're showing up in peer intention and reflecting back to you it, it's like a, the the biggest life hack i could ever imagine like uh you know the old way is like being a, a monk or whatever going into a cave and just sitting in silence and sort of metabolizing all the all the energy and all that but what i've and like cool that's great right but like the now like it's instantaneous like all this stuff's instantaneous like healing like the 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 whole game is instantaneous and that's what i've like come to learn through my friendship with you being a reflection like you're the you're just the ultimate reflection i can trust that i can just like whatever I, I, it's it's the the growth potential has been uh um like the expansion's been unreal it's so crazy. I mean, what an interesting time that that all happened, right? As we were, this is February, this is 2020. I mean, two, three, a month later, I think you left on my birthday, which was the 12th of February. I mean, we went on lockdown, I don't know, the 14th or 15th of March. I mean, one month later, Corona came and um, it was this unique time for that we were, the whole world was quiet and this was able to sort of our friendship our ship was sort of just able to naturally like it had this like incubator it was amazing where we just had the permission to take it at the pace that is more natural for us and here we are and now we're ready to work in the new world 
Yeah, you and I have very many things. When Hama said to, uh, when I was in my first, my cohort, one of the first days she said to all of us, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys all shared a higher self. And I didn't really understand what it meant at the time. I just sort of, if things don't resonate with me, they just go out, right? Beat it. But later I understood like not our intimate higher self or inner being, but like at a very grand level, we have some very fundamental things about us that are very similar. They may not look manifested on the outside similar, but like our devotion and you know, whatever, I can't even think of anything more than that right now, but there's a dozen at least that are such critical parts of us that are like of the same tone that I kind of understand. <laughs> and so I think that makes us a powerful duo. And it's also, we also have comical differences like the calendar. Oh my fucking hell. Oh my God. I, I exactly. Cause we're just different as fuck and it's amazing. <laughs> we are so different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yet like, so the same. It's so weird. <laughs> so now we're starting, we're working on like, we're like one thing that's really, re re one thing that's revealed itself in my life. And I would say as a friend seeing you uh, over the last few years is that like, we like early stage startups. We like creating those. We, as much as you'd commented about me taking steps in the unknown, I see that in you. Like, liking that sort of liking liking that place where you just like uh, it's just all create 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 and you're just like just like taking land grabs and just like moving yeah. moving and just like harmonizing as you go yeah. uh so, and that's that's what we're doing now right like we're like we're working on we're working on different ideas uh we have dip catcher we have so we have that's what like this this is sort of that like meeting space where i feel like we can discuss what's going on in our life showing up naked yeah. um talking about the things that matter like talking about the things that like we're building talking about cannabis psychedelics talking about the challenging things that we're feeling in our body like that's sort of what i'm anticipating what are you what are you feeling like? What are you? What do you hope to gain with this? Um, what do I have to gain with this? I will say this: I am deeply appreciative of a place to show up and just continue to get more naked. I think I I am sure that that is the energy that is like unfolding out of me. It's like pieces are like falling off and I am able to be naked in front of you. Really close. <laughs> um, I am able to be naked in front of you. Sometimes it takes me a few passes. Sometimes I don't really want to, or it's like, I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna like see this and like, woo, friendship is over. But like those things are so fleeting that, that those energies almost like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to play that. I don't, okay, so if he's, I never talk to him again. <laughs> if I say this weird thing, then okay, there it is. I had to say it. So um, for me, it's a place to get as naked as possible and then create and watch what creates from there. I mean, you know, you and I, yeah, 
you and I both have um, places where we're, it's very easy for us to get super fucking naked really fast, like no problem. <laughs> like two toddlers running around in those sprinklers, no problem. Mm -hmm. But there's other places where you and I are super vulnerable and um, it happens to be very similar places. So that's cool, right? That's, that's what we're here to do. Because ultimately, like, when something is unlocked, I almost see, like, you know, when, like, your ski boots and you, like, undo the things. Like, once something is unlocked, that energy just flows and flows and flows. And you and I owe each other. We don't owe each other. We want, we desire to bring to, we desire to completely be whole. Right. And mm -hmm. for some reason, this friendship, this like amazing shift, we have this other person who is being, is very easy to be whole with. We don't have, there's no contracts. There's no like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Soul friends. I don't know. I don't know what all that shit is, but it's a connection that, um, yeah. So ultimately for us to both be whole in our life, makes empires, right? It makes our familial empires, it makes our business empires, it makes our own creative, our blueprint, what we were truly sent here to do becomes embedded on this plane for the help of everyone else. Like ultimately that's what we're here to do. How MD was that? Mm, I love MD. <laughs> and if if you're listening to this show, you're gonna you're gonna come to love MD as well. <laughs> <laughs>